Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining me this morning is Scott Martinez, President and CEO of the Tyler Economic Development Council and Chief Executive Officer of the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. Scott, as always, great to have you with us this morning. Welcome back. John, thanks so much for the invitation. It's great to be back. You bet. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Scott, um, you've been on the job a pretty good while now. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, your arrival and your background in just a moment. But first of all, for the uninitiated or anybody who needs a refresher course on what should be a pretty familiar topic by now, what is the Tyler Economic Development Council? Who are you? What do you do? Hi, we're, we're the Tyler Economic Development Council. was founded in 1988. My predecessor, Tom Mullins, was hired in 1989, served for 31 years, and I've been here just over two years. So we're charged with bringing new jobs and into Tyler and Smith County and, and diversifying our economy. We came about as a result of the all the crisis in the energy sector in the 1980s. Uh, group of business people wanted to diversify the economy, so came up with a idea of forming an economic development council and here we are and here you are and the things you've accomplished over the years have just re really been phenomenal it's really turned the tyler area around well you know we were fortunate to have tom mullins leadership for over three decades and that consistent very um visionary leadership for that long um really put us in a great position over the last three decades and put me in a position coming into this job just over two years ago, you know, a chance to really continue that momentum that we've enjoyed for three decades as an organization. Mm -hmm. So it's been just a little over two years. I believe October of 2021 was when you came October in. October 1st of 20, my years, 2021. Yeah, right. And you came from Louisiana. I, I you came didn't... from Louisiana. I, for the prior eight years, I led a 14 parish regional economic development group. We had an office and staff in Shreveport as well as Monroe. We covered 11,000 square miles um, and enjoyed my time there. My wife is actually from Shreveport. We've been married since October, so fairly recent uh, matrimony. But I'm not I'm not um, unfamiliar with Texas and doing economic development. I actually started my career uh -huh. in Montgomery County in Conroe and was economic development director in Round Rock, Texas, um, mm -hmm. and worked in another community, Hutto, Texas, in Central Texas as well. So um, been very blessed to work in some really good communities with some really good people. Okay. Uh, talking to Scott Martinez, Chief Executive Officer and President of the Tyler Economic Development Council, also CEO of the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. And let's talk just briefly about uh, your tie-in, and it goes back decades to the early years of the Economic mm -hmm. Development Council. You're basically two organizations in one. If you can talk a little bit about how that works and how it's been so successful for both organizations. Yeah, we work hand in glove with the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. I'm actually CEO of the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. And Henry Bell serves as president and does a phenomenal job. He's probably forgotten um, more about Chamber of Commerce work than <laughs> most people learn in a lifetime. So um, Henry and I work well together. And um, unlike Tom, I'm not president of the chamber. I'm CEO of the chamber. So 10% of my time is dedicated to the Chamber of Commerce. And Henry does a remarkable job leading that organization. Our chamber is the second largest chamber of commerce in the state of texas mm -hmm. with over 2500 members the greater houston partnerships the only organiz like organization that's larger in our state so i think that's a tremendous um accolade and um, that our business community 
enjoys here in Tyler. You bet. Scott Martinez with the Tyler Economic Development Council, our main focus today, also CEO of the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce. How do you get in touch? Well, 903-593-2004. And the website is tedc.org. Still located in the Blackstone Building on North Broadway, as you have been for nearly all of the Economic Development Council. Yeah, we, we're still in the Blackstone Building on the third floor. The Chamber's on the first floor, and we have a tremendous meeting space there on the first floor with a Genico room. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have all the resources businesses need to succeed reading right off your website. And with that in mind, let's talk about what's really been in the spotlight for about the last week or so. You had a little bit of rough weather to compete with, but the word got out and it was a very welcome word. The new Tyler Interstate Commerce Park, 412 acres. You finally put the final rubber stamp on that. Let's talk for a few minutes about that project and its history and how it came to fruition and what we can look forward to. We can look forward to job creators locating in that on that property. Uh, we anticipate having an anchor tenant announced on that property hopefully within the next 120 days. So that's going to happen, and that investment will represent over $40 million and over 100 jobs that will uh, be tied to the anchor tenant that we should have um, announced in the next two or three months all righty and that's just a thumbnail right there of course you and i just you and i talked a few days ago about this and we got some of it on our newscast and on our local news website but let's kind of go through some of the details of uh how it all came to be and uh again uh anything else about uh, where it's where it's headed yeah so you know we get back i've been here just over two years and one of the things that was obvious coming in was the need for a business park to compete with um, other business parks and communities in East Texas that um, that have that asset. And a lot of that gets back to the way economic development organizations are funded in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. We're one of the few economic development agencies in the state that's not directly funded by a half-cent sales tax for economic development. So what does that mean? That means that um, Communities like Longview, for instance, they have seven to eight million dollars a year through their half cent sales tax that they're able to purchase and develop properties for business parks and job creators to locate. Kilgore has done a phenomenal job with Synergy Park, and we've lost projects over the last decade, two decades to those those communities because they had that real estate asset. You know, when you look at look back at business school and you think about those factors of production, land labor capital. You know, you focus on those things, and those are basic building blocks of any business proposition is land, labor, capital. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the land piece, you know, um, having that real estate asset that aligns with what we're seeing in the marketplace is, is necessary for us to successfully compete for projects. If we're looking at the companies that are considering a location in East Texas, their land demand is 50 acres. There's nowhere where I can put 50 acres together that has infrastructure with roadways, um, water, wastewater, fiber, and all those things in one location. So um, shortly after I got here, we commissioned a study with a group to identify potential real estate um, throughout Smith County that would be suitable for economic development projects. The report came back with 57 properties throughout the county of different sizes that would fit different industry sectors. So we ranked those properties and the property we just we just uh, purchased, the Interstate Commerce Park, which we refer to as the DePue property, um, 
was one of the top three. So we had an opportunity back in September when, and I should say in the summer when the American Rescue Plan Act dollars came um, down, the county had over $40 million allocated through their ARPA funds, the American Rescue Plan Act mm-hmm. funds. So Judge, then Judge Moran, now Congressman Moran, and I began discussions. He's been in these discussions about the need for real estate for the last two plus years. And we talked about have utilizing and leveraging those ARPA funds that the county is receiving, at least a piece of it, to do something related to economic development, specifically do something to have real estate that would meet the market demands. So fast forward, we get approached by a company um, that has interest in Tyler and Smith County that we could partner with and um, do this project with and went to the county back in October um, with a proposition that if they would fund a new roadway that we could potentially locate one project um, and, multi- multi- and many more on the property um, and they you know the response was okay we'll do this but you've got to close on the property before we can commit these funds we're not going to build a road to nowhere uh-huh. you've got to purchase the property complete the purchase before we'll um we'll move forward with, with constructing this roadway so fast forward to last tuesday we closed on the property and so now we're moving forward with that roadway which is going to give us um 400 acres right on the interstate with an interchange at state highway 155 for companies to locate uh, their properties and employ people here in our community so if you Go down Interstate 20 in East Texas, you won't find another business park quite like this that's directly on an interchange. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? So if you've got a distribution company, if you've got a company that's moving a lot of truck traffic and they need that access to Interstate 20, there's savings, there's efficiencies involved in locating directly on the interstate with an interchange. They can go east-west from Interstate 20 to markets uh that, that they serve their customers on so it's a game changer and we're john we're receiving so much interest on this already we were receiving interest on this strong interest before we closed on the property there's that much pent-up demand for this type of product in east texas you're seeing the dallas market get saturated um and really uh, really competition for sites and this is uh, you know from all of my uh, colleagues in the commercial and industrial real estate uh, community in the metroplex this is attractive okay and um just for timing purposes this was the last tuesday in january um just for anyone who uh wanted to know the timing of it you closed on it i guess right about the very end of the month of january it was the last day of january last day of january okay and uh, we're moving on from there. As we talk to Scott Martinez with the Tyler Economic Development Council on In Focus this morning, I'm John Sims. And uh, just to kind of reiterate and reemphasize what you were saying earlier and what you said on the air with us and on our website uh, as we actually ran the local news story on KTBB, uh, that uh, positioning on the interstate is so important. That's going to be an eye-opener for companies that need that immediate uh, transportation, uh, uh, well, that thoroughfare to move uh, products and just to travel back and forth. So uh, 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 landing that much acreage on the interstate was definitely a key to what what this is all about. It was. 
Um, we anticipate, you know, now with all the demand that we're seeing, we wonder if that's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, 412 acres sounds like a lot of property, but you're seeing some of these semiconductor uh, facilities that are that are sprouting up that are needing a thousand acres. Mm-hmm. A new car manufacturer, for instance, they need a thousand acres. So this is a large piece of property and will accommodate lots of job creators. But you know, when you look at some of the things nationally, um, it's um, it's it's smaller than you think. Uh-huh. You put it into context with with others. The good news is that you have more in the works and more that you've already accomplished over the last 30-some-odd years. We'll talk about those a yeah. little bit later on in the show. Uh, the county road needs to be built. Uh, at what point do you and the uh, commissioner's court anticipate that the county road will be up and going and that this will actually be ready for occupancy? We anticipate the the completion of that new county road, which has been named County Road 3344, mm-hmm. to be complete by the end of July of 2024. All righty. So not too far down the road. Other Tyler Economic Development Council owned real estate, um, renaming properties and really looking at, for example, Earl Campbell Parkway and some property off Highway 271 mm-hmm. on the northeast edge of town. Uh, you're looking at those two properties, I understand, a little bit differently from the way you were looking at them a few years ago, largely because of the way things have developed along Earl Campbell. Correct. I mean, you look at Earl Campbell Parkway, that's a four line four-lane divided roadway that's just gorgeous with the streetscaping and everything that's been done by the city um and you look at everything that's developed there with fresenius with the fresenius building with the centene building with the investments that's been made by tyler independent school district Uh early college high school that's under construction um the the career and technology center and what uh, Jim Loudon's done with Truvine, and now he's named that the Mosaic and done a tremendous job and made that a destination. Mm-hmm. So you look at that, and you know if you go out there today, it says for industrial property on the sign. Well, that really doesn't fit with the topography and some of the other things that are, um, that are inherent to that property. So we engaged half associates to master plan that property that we own on the north and south side of Earl Campbell Parkway. Mm-hmm. So we'll be marketing that instead of uh, to industrial users, to multifamily, to retail, to ah. office, and look at that as more of a lifestyle and mixed use uh, development rather than an industrial park. Very good. Scott Martinez, Tyler Economic Development Council, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Scott is the president and CEO of the Tyler Economic Development Council, along with being the chief executive officer of the Tyler Area Chamber of Commerce, a busy guy to say the least. And let's talk about what's happening along 271. 271. So if you look at our property there that we own off of 271, um, that's been uh, marketed as a biopark. You know, you go back 15, 20 years and that property was purchased and we even master planned that as a biopark with all of the activity with that health center on um, north on 271 which made sense now you're seeing the investment in health care and education related to medical education being made in midtown mm-hmm. with a 308 million dollar medical school and some of the other things so and then you're seeing demand for warehouse space distribution space and manufacturing space again that want to get closer to interstate 20. So this property is fairly close to Interstate 20. And um, if you look at what we're seeing in the marketplace as far as a 50-acre demand, we could put two two, two uh, companies there based on that demand. So mm-hmm. instead of bio, we're shifting that to 
more manufacturing and warehouse distribution. Okay, just a couple of prime examples of some of the things that you are working on beyond the uh, Tyler Interstate Commerce Park, the 412 acres along Interstate 20. Um, the three words, diversify, 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 just keep coming up. They're, uh, I guess, really a constant in what you're doing. They are. You know, we, and that was the genesis of our organization back in the late 80s, was mm-hmm, to sure. diversify the economy. So, you know, you look at where the action's at now as far as job creation. You look at the five, last five years, it's been in healthcare. It's been in, you know, professional services. It's been in some of those sectors that aren't necessarily energy related, but although energy is still very important, and from my perspective, will always be very important in East Texas and Tyler specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are other opportunities. You know, how can we better leverage the University of Texas at Tyler and Tyler Junior College for those knowledge based jobs, those software development jobs, those cybersecurity jobs, and those things that we haven't traditionally competed uh, well in? You know, I think we've got an opportunity to leverage not only UT Tyler, but the University of Texas system and look at the assets of that system as a whole and how we can provide a pipeline of talent for companies considering a new location. Mm-hmm. Uh, talent and workforce, that is the commodity, the biggest commodity we see as far as economic development, the drivers that we see in economic development. So if you look at the curricula at UT Tyler, we've been focused a lot on healthcare and, and medical and those professions, which we'll continue to do. But think about everything else out there with engineering, with uh, the business school. You know, there's strengths out there that we can leverage beyond the medical uh, professions that are we're doing so well in. Mm-hmm. And then look at Tyler Junior College, some of the things they do with their certificate programs. So you mix that and we can show a company that they can have a pipeline of talent to, to make them profitable here in Smith County. Because, you know, people ask me often, what's my job? You know, what does the Economic Development Council do? My job is to show show companies they can make more money in Tyler and Smith County than anywhere else they're considering. Because if a company's profitable, they're hiring people, they're paying people, those people are putting food on their table, clothing their kids, and tithing at their church. But it all starts with a company being profitable and me communicating how they can be profitable here in our community. Mm-hmm. And actually three higher education institutions, UT Tyler, TJC, Texas College, Texas the College. oldest of the three. And that alone, just having those three institutions here in the community, I know is going to continue to be a real asset. And uh, let's move on here. The show's moving pretty quickly. Still want to try and cover as much ground as we can. Uh, what about rail-served sites? Uh, the importance of uh, accommodating companies that want to be near a railroad. You're seeing... Um a lot of companies that need rail service for their projects uh, that are considering a new location. We've identified one piece of property that we focused on is referred to as the ARCO property that's owned by the Fair Foundation. And they've been tremendous partners in helping us and and letting us market their property. We engaged a group that's based in Shirts, Texas that does a lot of work with railroads and railroad Mm -hmm. design, a group called Central State Resources. We had them... uh, we commissioned them to do a study to do, to do a 10% design and see if we could get it approved with the Union Pacific to do a rail siding on that property. We got it done and Union Pacific approval within 45 days of beginning that process, which is kind of unheard of. So we're already seeing a lot of interest since we got those 10% drawings and, and that um, access approval with Union Pacific Railroad. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of... Um, 
you know, a lot of activity related to semiconductors in the state of Texas. You know, you, right. you know, after the Chips Act, you know, it's Chuck Schumer and John Cornyn kind of championed. You know, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a, quite a duo championing something. Yeah. Schumer and Cornyn, because they saw that, you know, the, you know, after during COVID, we had such a, a, a shortage of chips. We had, you know, cars and trucks that weren't complete because there weren't chips to, to install in them. And they were just sitting there and car lots were empty. Uh-huh. So Congress passed the CHIPS Act, the president signed it, and you're seeing all this huge investment in chip plants, chip fabrication. Okay. From New York State to Denton, uh, Sherman, Texas, to Taylor and Hutto. I mean, Taylor's, Texas is going to have probably $100 billion worth of chip plants related to Samsung. Wow. Think about that. And mm-hmm. Taylor, Louis Mueller Barbecue is going to have a long line trying to get there and get brisket. Okay. And then Arizona, Ohio, you're seeing these large $20 billion investments sprout up everywhere after the CHIPS Act. But what's happened is most of these chips have been made in Asia, as we found out during COVID. There's not a supply chain uh, and the infrastructure related to supporting those chip valve plants. So we're actually seeing those the companies look at communities like Tyler where they may not uh-huh. be able to put down a thousand acre f- a facility that needs a thousand acres, but maybe they need 150 acres for uh, comp- uh, of something that goes into the fabrication of that chip. So we're seeing that um, in Tyler. We're finalists on one project. We're down to the five communities from 32, and they started looking at communities from New York State to Arizona. We're mm-hmm. in the top five on that one. Wow. It's a $300 million investment. Mm-hmm. that needed rail so us taking being proactive and getting that rail study and getting it out there to influencers and decision makers we're already seeing activity from that you know we've got to be proactive in our economic development efforts and we've always been but we can't wait for the deer to come on the come in the yard and shoot it from the porch we've got to go out and look and interact with folks and make sure they know that we're a good place to locate and now having real estate where they can actually you know, build something, um, and ha- you know, having that's going to be it. I think it's going to yeah. great good benefits for us. You bet, Scott Martinez, Tyler Economic Development Council, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. I want to get some contact information out again, not least because we have so much more that we could cover, and we're not going to have time to get into it in as much detail as I would like, but we can pretty much touch on everything. If you have questions, there are a lot of answers on the website, tedc.org. You can call 903-593-2004 if you happen to want to drop by, conveniently located in the Blackstone Building in downtown Tyler. And uh, let's talk just a little bit about downtown and your longstanding partnership with them, with Heart of Tyler, the Main Street Project. Yeah, I mean, although it's not directly involved with our mission because we're primary employers and we have been historically, it's all important when people are making that decision to um, locate a company. They go to their, they go, they typically go to downtown. Downtown's a good barometer of the health of a community. And you look at all of the activity and all the things that have happened over the last five years, specifically in downtown Tyler, with what um, Garnet Brookshire and Andy Bergfeld and Tim Brookshire have done with Plaza Tower and Premier Plaza, and how those are um, vibrant with Andy's with Prime 102 with a great coffee shop, with a tap room. You go down there in the spring, you know, during the week, and you see families down there. There's a lot of activity. Yeah. And then with the county and the citizens of Smith County passing a bond proposition to build a new courthouse, 
that's going to be a catalyst. Mm-hmm. And then you see development happening with North Group that bought the Carlton Hotel and other buildings that, uh, downtown. So downtown is experiencing a renaissance. And then the housing. You know, there were a lot of people right. two, two years ago when I got here that didn't think, you know, Sam Scarborough and Morrison Lofts and what he was doing with that apartment complex downtown would work. Well, it's full. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Will Hersey and the townhomes that he built. Yeah. They're full. Wow. $300,000 a pop. You know, it's not like they're cheap. They're market rate and they're selling. Mm-hmm. All of that, I think, is a testament to what's happening downtown. Yeah. Again, Scott Martinez, uh, President and CEO of the Tyler Economic Development Council, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. A few minutes left in the show, and we've talked about uh, the higher education institutions. We've talked about UT Health. And we can't let this go without discussing, at least in brief, the new medical school. It's a game changer. Not only you know from an economic development perspective, which I'm obviously interested in, but just for the overall health of East Texas. This is a different medical school than you see in other communities as far as the mission and the objectives that it's trying to accomplish you know here it wants to improve out health outcomes in east texas uh-huh. you know it's not it's going to its research is going to be based on you know how do we improve outcomes as far as you know there's a lot of health issues in east texas that they want to address through this health health uh this medical school you know um <coughs> excuse me you know i think not a for a lot of credit's been given to kevin Eltai. You know, I don't know if you can give you know enough credit to Kevin L. Type through this. Yes, yeah. he was the catalyst for this thing happening. Tyler Wright, former mayor, uh, former state senator, former city council member, chairman of the UT Board of Regents. For anybody who might be uninitiated on that, yeah, I can but, he, know how but his leadership be, but. and getting that medical school established was tremendous. Yeah, but look beyond the medical school. You know, you look at what Christus has invested here. They've invested over six hundred mm-hmm. million dollars in East Texas. Yeah. UT Health has invested substantially. So there's been over, will be, or has been in a five year time spent a billion dollars of investment in healthcare in our community. Mm-hmm. Tyler ISD bond projects. We mentioned uh, a little bit of that in passing with the early college high school, but Tyler ISD has had a tremendous amount of success uh, really over the last probably maybe as long as 20 years or uh, almost 20 years at least passing bond issues and getting new construction going and uh, repurposing different things like that also a strong economic driver they are um you know you look at what that board's done and the citizens and the the taxpayers in tyler independent school district with passing two bond issues i think the sum totals about 300 million dollars for the project Uh so every facility in tyler independent school district is is or will be redone what that means for me, from an economic development perspective, we're not only seeing improved test scores within Tyler Independent School District, but if a company and representatives are coming to our community to look at the community, they want to know where their people are going to live, where their kids are going to go to school. I can take them to Tyler, any Tyler ISD facility, and it matches up as far as facilities with any facility in the mm-hmm. country. And that's great to have a pretty buildings, but you look at the curricula, you look at the test scores, you look at the improvements of those campus, different campuses around town. It's been a, a real renaissance. We've always had good schools, but I think that investment that's been made has really um, taken it to the next level. Mm-hmm. 
Now, uh, here we are. We have a couple of minutes left in the show and so many things that we just won't have time to get into in detail. I'm going to run down a few of these just on my own here. You established a foreign trade zone last year, uh, I believe, to accommodate train. You have existing industry expansions at train, Tyler Pipe with a $36 million uh, foundry from Oakland, California, showing interest, um, updating the hood flexible packaging facility. There's a turnaround at Delic Refineries on the north side of town and new companies on the horizon. Averett Transportation with a $10 million regional logistics hub. There's just so many. If you can just maybe pick one and talk about it for maybe a, a, a very, maybe a few seconds. Yeah, I'll really talk about train. Train's um, employment numbers are are right at 2,500. Uh-huh. Think about that, 2,500 people working in manufacturing. Their regional headquarters for, excuse me, their headquarters for their residential business is in Tyler. Uh-huh. That's not just the manufacturing piece. That's the engineering. That's the marketing. All of that is in Tyler, which is tremendous. You know, they built a new 200,000-square-foot facility after Winter Storm Uri. There were discussions about that building and some enhancements at that campus prior to Winter Storm Uri. So it, we're very blessed to have train here, and they continue to grow. Um, been here since the 50s. Uh, Tyler Pipe, they've been here since the 30s. Yeah. They did a $36 million um, investment in Tyler and moved a foundry from Oakland, California. And unfortunately, even though I guess we're just getting started, I'm going to have to cut it short right there. They only give me a half an hour to do this show. But don't forget to go to that website, uh, tedc.org, or call 903-593-2004. A lot of the things we couldn't get into in detail this morning, you can find just by making that phone call. Uh, checking out that website or dropping by the office if maybe you want to make an appointment with Scott or one of his colleagues. Scott Martinez, Tyler Economic Development Council. Great information. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. You bet. Scott Martinez, Tyler Economic Development Council, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you, as always, for joining us. And as always, we'll see you again next week on In Focus. <laughs>